Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. At Hogwarts, Welcome saying, to... <laughs> you didn't look turd. I damn near killed him. <laughs> wow. I mean, you didn't, you didn't, I, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. The open the guy that does the open on this show is so bad. You just you just killed it. You just crushed it. There's fans worldwide. They're like, wait, what happened to the feed? My God. It's corner to corner time. We tune time. in every week for the velvety tones of Stan Gross. Velvet. Um, <laughs> the dulcet tones of Stan Grubb. Oh, hello, Stan. How are you? Or like arsenic on sandpaper. But, oh, dear Ooh. God. Ouch. Yeah, that is bad. Hey, Stan. What a <laughs> Freaking butter knife in my back right now, right between the shoulder blades. Jeez. It's she... butter. It won't butter. <laughs> how did she get here? <laughs> <laughs> also, how did she turn New Yorker and, and Jewish? I know. How has she always been that way? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Hey, I'm Stan Grubb. Rob Hefner is here. How you doing, Rob? Absolutely moderate. Moderate? <laughs> moderate, yeah. <laughs> nice, nicely said. <laughs> Brian, how are you? Uh, I don't know, probably better than moderate. Maybe You're not quite mid, but maybe a little yeah, above maybe mid? maybe conservative. Maybe I'm conservative tonight. Okay, okay. It's That's... election season, you can't use that word. <laughs> Wait, but you can't use moderate? True. Can't use conservative either. I know. Rob just pointed it out. God damn. But if I can't use conservative, he can't be moderate. You guys are assholes. I'm offended. Fuck you guys. Of course. <laughs> that, would be, that would be far left. <laughs> Not too far. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, lots to talk Stan about. Grubb. He's the president of offended nation. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna go cry now. I don't have my safe space. Uh, guys, we had uh, some some <laughs> pretty hard to believe news that broke last week. Come to find out after we were off the air, um, we get the announcement that a company that we've enjoyed for quite a few years is going on. They say they're going on hiatus. My gut tells me that since they're releasing all of their talent from their contracts, uh, they're probably going the way the way of the dodo. That, of course, is Ring of Honor um, announcing last week that they're closing up shop. They're going to do final battle at the end of this year, <clears throat> and then they will look to return in April. Uh, I mean, Ring of Honor's been around since 2002. It's provided us talents like Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, Nigel McGuinness, of course, CM Punk. Um, AJ Styles, Roderick Strong, the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks Austin Bobby Aries, Fish. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Uh, Man, uh, Dan Housen. All right, how come? How come he keeps saying names and I say baby and you just stop? Because you threw him off. I, I was saying names and you it did called something. him baby. <laughs> he said yeah, yeah. baby and I was like, wait. What? <laughs> What? Yeah. You know what? If I had slowed it down a little bit, we we want to let's rewind. Let's do that again. Let's, let's, no, our no, fans no. are awesome. The they they passed. love us. Moment the moment has passed. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I continue stand with your drivel. Wow, Rob is in rare form tonight. All right, so what we might have to do is just change it He's completely ang- up. And He's we, angry. Rawr. We need to let Rob just go off because. We ain't had a Rob rant in a while. Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't know. We, uh, mm, we should probably have it run by HR first. Oh, we're saying it might be a little bit, a little yeah. bit spicy, sir. A little, a little spicy. A little spicy. Okay. All right. Well, Rob, I will leave it to you, sir, because I trust you in your judgment. <clears throat> Ring of Honor. About what? Uh, hey, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is, it's on your heart. Because, geez, it's weighing heavy. <laughs> it's, it's pushing us down. Okay. You're like, I'll leave it up to you. What? To launch the rocket? To what? <laughs> Rob wants to launch bombs. Rob red is rocket. ready to set it off. I said rocket. Yeah, I said red you rocket. Did. You're the one that made it weird. <laughs> oh, that's how we make it weird. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Sorry. I will stop talking and let you can continue there, sir. Oh, no, I don't want my drivel to interrupt your evening. Mm. I'm drunk. You guys. <laughs> you guys. It's all right, man. It, Ring of Honor is coming to a close. Let's just go back. Let's stay on target. <laughs> stay on target. Ring of Honor coming to a close. Talents being released from their contracts effective December 31st. However... In their statement that they released to the wrestling media at the same time they published their announcement, if a talent wants to work outside of that contract, all they have to do is contact those in charge, and they will work out a deal. So basically put, Ring of Honor's like, yeah, if you want to go work somewhere, just let us know. Thanks, bye. Initial thoughts on Ring of Honor making this this announcement, Brian. What do you think? 
one is tough, right? So, I mean, I I hope they don't close, mm-hmm. but I hope there's not some ridiculous rebranding. Which to me, it, in my mind, it's it's going to be like a rebranding. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a sale. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Ring of Honor 2.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting rid of the Ring of Honor. The whole kit caboodle. Mm-hmm. And then it'll come back, at, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you know, something like, kind of like with TNA and Impact and all that did. It'll be called Ring of Injustice. Oof. Well, I mean, Ring of Honor has been under quite a bit of scrutiny for their pay rates and how they pay their talents, especially their female talents. So perhaps Ring of Injustice isn't as far off the mark as we think. Ring of, I need a new TV deal. You know, like... <laughs> well, and that's the, that's the surprising part, Rob, is because with Sinclair Broadcast Group, that's a big company. We're not talking like... Uh, Twitch TV for Impact. This, they, Sinclair has a lot of networks out there. So how they weren't able to find a way to keep Ring of Honor in the mix and even advanced, I, I still don't know. I, mean, I think it's a, it's a, I think they're one of the first wrestling, like, I guess mainstream wrestling promotions out there, the big ones, mm-hmm. larger ones, that are affected by the pandemic, you know, like, um, AEW has thrived in the pandemic. They did it right. You know, WWE had the infrastructure already in place to do the pandemic, you know? Right. I mean, when you're broadcasting your own stuff and you can do it from your own building, Hey, you know, there's really not much cost there. Um, you know, impact like NWA was doing selected shows, but, Ring of Honor is kind of one of those. We you see it with the pandemic with different businesses. Some businesses can adapt and move on, and some just had to be like, "Well, wait a minute." Um, I kind of feel like it's too late to kind of take a step back and be like, while everybody's, you know, in a in a in a time where more and more places are starting to open up, mm-hmm. you know, they're starting to open up. You're seeing a lot more local shows, you know, starting starting to trend. Now, granted, you still have to be careful. And, right. you know, there's still certain things you shouldn't be doing. But um, I kind of feel like, I don't know. Um, it's sad to see any kind of promotion go, especially one with the lineage of ROH. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see if the library fought out. <laughs> well, that's the that's the going conversation right now is that the library is going to be open to the quote-unquote highest bidder. Sinclair publicly has stated that while they are not going to turn away any official offers, the scuttlebutt, the rumor behind it, is that they have a pretty outlandish figure in mind that they want to sell the library for. My thought process is when it gets to you know end of February, early March, and they realize, wow, maybe $25 million isn't going to get the library sold that they'll take what they can get because unless unless you're talking about fresh talent that just got signed with Ring of Honor, a lot of these guys that were towards the top of the card, they're going to get snatched up pretty quick. So you're not going to have a show to put on. So your tape library is going to be all you have. Uh, so has it been reported $25 million? 
No, I'm just throwing a pie in the sky kind of number out there. I don't I don't know, but the going rumor is that they have a pretty high number that they want for the library, which I can understand because think about this. No. If you're WWE and you, he said no. He's like, "No, I'm not thinking about nothing." You can't well, wait. No, no. So look, so what did WCW sell for? Was it 3 or 12? It was 4 three. million. 4? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 4. four right? 4 million for Lock, a federation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That had been around for how long? A lot oh, longer. God. Yeah, a lot longer. <laughs> like, a much mean, larger library. Yeah, because, I mean, with that $4 million, he got all of WCW and all of the early WCW late NWA, you know, Jim Crockett promotions, all of it. And, and yeah, I mean, like, yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't have – somebody else's libraries you know as far as um you know maybe they had somebody else's library locked up in there that wwe got a hold of too but if you're asking for probably more than a half a million to a million you're out your mind so here's why i think that it makes sense to at least try because we're in the middle of a resurgence of a new wrestling quote-unquote war or competition, right? So if I'm Sinclair, I can understand the thought to let's ask for this and see what we can get. Now, I don't know if they would actually get it. I can't see WWE saying, yeah, sure, here's $50 million. Thanks for the license or whatever. No. But I think Tony Khan would be willing to overpay just to keep to get all in. Well, yeah, but so I think Tony Khan could probably be like, look, I'll give you – uh, you know, five hundred thousand for all in, mm-hmm. and that's all you're going to get. And if you want to throw in the rest of the library, then that's fine. I, I mean, you can't really with either guy. I don't think you're going to be able to haggle a lot of money for that library, right? And in, in the just because they have all those people you named. Mm-hmm. Right, some early Kenny Omega, Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, all that stuff. That doesn't mean that it's going to carry over, right? Mm-hmm. The WWE oh. has the 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 network, right? And it can find a place in there, but nobody's paying any type of no nowhere near probably a million bucks. I'd be shocked if it went for a million. Well, and I would think that because Tony Khan had talent on All In, you know, like there's got to be something written that he gets, he has the rights to that, you know? It'd be like the three of us putting on a show and then then you use my ring and my infrastructure, but I couldn't really tell you all, no, you can't show this, you don't have rights to it, you know? It's your show too, but... Um, but I agree, like like what Brian was saying, saying, if you're looking at a like the talent and the video library, you think about a lot of the people you, you named. With Kenny Omega to, off to the side, most of them had an e-career, you know? Most of them had a career in the machine. The machine already has videos. So this would just be a footnote video, per se, to go along with what they already have. So I agree. I, there's no way in hell anybody's going to pay $25 million. 
Again, I don't. I, I mean, I, could you actually imagine that conversation if Vince or Hunter actually go show up to buy that? Oh, we want five million for it. They're going to laugh at you because they're going to be like, "Look, uh, we bought WCW for four. <laughs> right. So if, if you don't get under two, we're walking. Right. Because they can probably if you get under one. Right. It's literally a situation of. We don't need you. Very, very you know, true. Like, Tony Khan doesn't need ROH footage. Nope, you know, he does not. You know, unless he's thinking down the road, thinking, oh, well, you know what? At some point, I'm going to buy the WWE anyway, so, you know. Um, <laughs> like, now, that wouldn't shock me. But, I mean, the WWE already has the platform in place. All it would be would an... It would be an extra icon trending at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty much. All new. It would go right beside mid south and before, like, I don't know, son of son of Morton, <laughs> school of Morton. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Like they're gonna they're gonna have those. That is somebody who thinks a lot of their stuff and not. That's when you show up to a yard sale. You know, you know, we've all been to them. You know, you show up to a yard sale and the guy that there's a price on something, you're like, there's no way in hell. Hmm. You know, yeah. oh, you want 50 bucks for this used Cuisinart? Uh, no. <laughs> That's Not where that. that person says, I know what I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and see, the other problem is he, they're not dealing with, you know, like people like us, mm-hmm. right? That would jump at a chance. I mean, you're talking with uh, two billionaires, mm-hmm. right? And we're, I'm just going to go out and say Tony will eventually become a billionaire. Yeah, right. I would say so. And so you're dealing with people that have the money and aren't worried about $25 million. However, However, Vince has been in the business for, since what, the 70s? Mm-hmm. Right? Has run the biggest promotion in the world right and then Tony Khan who runs like two professional sports teams you can't trick them you can't con them you can't BS them I mean you literally have to go in there well uh, if they give me a million I'm going to take it mm-hmm. but chances are I'm only getting 500,000 <clears throat> I mean for Tony Khan it's you need to have all in you need that, but outside I mean, of that, you really don't need the rest. Right, but let's look at look at the amount of pay per views they've had. Not not a lot for as long as they've been in business. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They Comparatively, they haven't. That's right. Right, right. So their their big stars are stars that were in the making that, like Rob pointed out, went off to other places and became mm-hmm. bigger stars. Right. Um, you have some people that nobody's ever heard of. And, I mean, you really haven't done anything other than, again, with the talent and pure pro wrestling, you haven't really done anything outlandish or crazy or... You you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's a niche audience. So... 
like what you're saying, Brian. I also agree. It's like when, when we we've all sold collections of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We've all sold collections of stuff in the past where you have two or three or four things that are worth a lot of money or good amount of money, and then the rest of the collections pretty much, eh. And that's what they have, Ring of Honor. They have, you know, a handful of things that are like, oh, cool, yes. Not going to discount the wrestling, you know. Right. Matches were great, like a lot of awesome things. But if you think on the surface, you got all in, which may not even be part of the sale at all, because in order to sell that, ROH would have to get AEW and NWA's agreement on it. That's true. You know, because, I hadn't even thought of that. Because they both have, they both have intellectual properties involved. But, you know, it's just like it would be an all-or-nothing thing. Because if they, the worst thing they could do is say, "All right, we'll sell all in to Tony Khan, and we'll sell this pay-per-view to you." But then now they're stuck with stuff nobody wants. Right. You know. It's the stuff on those videos that you you go to the dollar store and you're like, oh, what's this? What's this movie? You know, I didn't know this person was in this movie. You know, you know that's that's interesting though about all in, right? So, especially like the ring music and stuff, mm-hmm. the names. I mean, there might be be a lot of stuff you would have to edit. <laughs> there. If there's like a, a, a contract, probably, because the contract wouldn't probably wouldn't break if it went somewhere else. No. The contract would probably still be standing. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, I don't know. All in may actually be worthless to anybody but the NWA or AEW. Oh my god! But if you think, but you think if the E bought the library just to get everything else. And they got all in part of it. Well, I, I could totally see that that being the reason they buy it to keep you to know? keep AEW from getting all in. Yeah, but but so, but they I mean, yeah, I mean you you wouldn't I mean you would literally like there'd be certain parts of the the audio that would have to be cut maybe. If, if they don't have the ability to call people by names or right right oh they buy it to bury it they wouldn't buy it to air it and then the oh, only yeah. way to the only way they release it is if you know Tony Khan pays them to do it <laughs> which but as spiteful but again, as they have been wouldn't shock me if, if they were gonna pull the trigger what they've already done it I wouldn't have given Tony Khan a day an hour before I started negotiations, if I was going to be that petty. Mm-hmm. That's a fair statement. And we know they can get that bad. Right? Oh, yeah. We are... yeah. I mean, right now they're sending out, they're leaking out ratings results from replays of SmackDown from FS1. Yeah. So that people can start to go, oh, well, WWE is still doing well in the ratings. Oh, yeah, but you, so you noticed them, right? Because I, I, now that you brought it up, because I saw it on, you know, one of these... Uh, bobbleheads on one of these texts, not text, but on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Bring up that fact that, that you know they gave the exact ratings number for the Friday where they went head to head. Yeah, the fast. Well, what they, 
what they conveniently left off is the head-to-head numbers where the WWE with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns contract signing lost to Ruby Riot and uh, what's your name? Well, I mean, that's a, that's an argument when it comes to the numbers anyway. Because anytime you have numbers like this, you can skew it in any direction. Yeah. You know, it's like like we said at the beginning of the show, you know, and we don't talk about it in, in on this show just because the rest of the world just needs a break. But um, politics, like you see this, the polls on TV. Oh, well, between likely voters of this age demographic of the eight people we interviewed, you know, like they're going to vote. It's just. And people quote things like that. It's like, you know, who WWE's trending on FS1. Um, they're not supposed to be on FS1, you know what I mean? Like, like that's not where their main show is. So they can go on FS1 and beat reruns of Hee Haw and Andy Griffith. Okay. Literally, our audience right now is looking around going, what's Hee Haw? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And I like Andy Griffith, so you know, but um <laughs> That's why I didn't say who's Andy Griffith. I didn't want to start that. <clears throat> but I mean it's it you make a good point because you can take an Excel spreadsheet, for example, if you are running your own business and you can change your books to look however you want it. It doesn't mean it's right, and it sure as hell doesn't mean it's accurate, but you can skew the number any way you want. It's like that age-old saying of nine out of ten doctors recommend. Well, whatever the hell happened to the last doctor? But it's nine out of these ten doctors, not those ten. Doctors. You know? Yeah, I wish. You, I really wish you hadn't. Whoever brought fans up into this, <laughs> I'm fighting the urge right now. <laughs> fight the I mean, urge! I, Don't fight it. Let it fly. So you know, again, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you read where a bobblehead is bashing Daniel or Brian Danielson, right? Right. Knowing full well, right, because now he's old and he can't wrestle, and you know all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But knowing full well that if you went backwards a year, he was one of the bobbleheads that were in the stands chanting "Yes, right, right, yes." Right. But because he left and went somewhere else, oh, you can't appreciate his art when his art is now pro wrestling and not sports entertainment. Fans here Well, I mean, you, you see it in every sport, every time. I mean, how many times have you seen somebody play for one team and, oh, my God, they walk on water and they go across the, the pond or whatever to play for another team and all of a sudden – Oh, they suck. They've never been able to play. Surprised they're on the team at all. You know, it's just like, come on, people. That's why I always say, you know, enjoy it what it is. Like, this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Because you have so many options. And, like, and you watch, and you watch it. You want to watch AEW? Great. Watch it. You want to watch Rerun Raw? Go ahead. Um... (laughs) You know, if you want to watch SmackDown, that's fine. You know, if you're looking for impact, God bless you. 
Uh, <laughs> best of luck to you. But, <laughs> but stop with the whole will. You know, you know, um, um, Brian Danielson is not good anymore. I mean, look at the matches he's having. Um, he's having some of the best matches he's ever had. Yeah, right. Like literally, he should have at least two out of the out of the ten top matches of the year, right now. In a month, right. And Plus, he's wrestling you, every week. Not to mention the fact that his match with Eddie Kingston was pretty awesome. Also, he needs a, somebody needs to tell him stop letting him chop him soon. No yeah, more. he's gonna he's gonna start bleeding. I mean, it's going to get bad. He's going to have, like, who was it used to bleed from Ric Flair's chops? Was it Funk? Yeah, but it, I, I think it's going to turn into Ric Flair's forehead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A good old <laughs> stiff him, win. He'll bleed. Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> breast is just going to bleed. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. It's not good for you. <laughs> it's not healthy. <laughs> I hate to look at it. It's like purple. I mean, I, I saw I saw some of those same comments by, about Brian Danielson. People are saying the same thing about Punk, who right now is in a totally different mindset. He's not wrestling to be a, ma- a, a main event guy. He's wrestling to help younger talent. It's what he said what? from the beginning. He's and like, my goal that, is to help everybody else. Yeah, not only that, he's been off for seven years. Right. Well, and if you look... CM Punk is doing what CM Punk wants to do. He's not back to be like, oh, I'm going to be the world champ. Exactly. I'm just coming back to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Hey, and if they make me the world champ, fine. You know, Brian Danielson, on the other hand, he's come back to say, look, I can wrestle and I'm going to be the champ one day. Mm-hmm. You know, but right now I'm just going to put out good matches week after week. And people, I go back to the comment I said before, people just need to shut up and enjoy what they got. Because yeah, those yeah. of us who grew up in the wrestling, you know, who've been fans for years, have been craving for this of uh, the different styles and the different feels, and we finally have it. So, like, quit your bitching. I mean, and that's a that's a good point because if you can listen to these three angry guys that you got on the on the radio right now, we're talking about a difference between twenty years. From the last time it was this exciting to be a wrestling fan. And that's just the truth. I mean, Ring of Honor had some great highlight moments. So did Impact. But they were ne- it was never sustainable. Same with Lucha right. Underground. They had a, a brief run, but they didn't have the money to keep moving. All of these things keep happening. And finally, we get an opportunity to see both companies do well. And, and I don't care if they talk trash back and forth. Cool, do it. Let's see everybody get better. That's what we want. But there's just some people that just can't let go. They can't just say, ah, it's got to be only one. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. In the days of the AWA, the NWA, and all of that, they maybe all wanted to be the best, but everybody that was watching was like, no, don't go anywhere, please. Everybody stay on TV. Well, and you bring up a good point. I mean, back in the days of the NWA, AWA, World Class, WWE, Everybody had their favorite, mm-hmm. you know, and that was your favorite. So, yeah, you're like, oh, my God. Like, I remember growing up and watching World Class, watching WWE and watching all that. And I'm like, wow, OK, this isn't WWE, but this is good wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, 
and then getting into NWA and watching WCW and, you know, the night of the Skywalkers and Ric Flair. And it's like, all right, this isn't Hulk Hogan and that stuff. But you knew when you watched it, it was different. Right. You know, you didn't compare one to the other because you just like as a kid, I was like, this is good wrestling. And we all hope that, you know, that the competition between the two gets good. You know, like, do we want to see WWE sputter and fall? There are people out there that want to. Are there people that want WWE to kind of, you know, get their head out of their ass and actually put out good wrestling? Yeah. And it's go- and maybe it'll happen. Who knows? But just enjoy it. Right. Watch it. You know? I don't complain about people's cooking because you know what? I don't want to cook. <laughs> I'm getting the feeling that there's a lot of suppression happening. Unless you add a lot of salt, then I might say something. <laughs> it was it was what the recipe called for, Rob. It was just what it was supposed to be, man. <laughs> mm, I think y'all got misprint that thing. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what it tastes like to have good food. <laughs> Yeah, so funny. <laughs> so I don't know. You, I don't know. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't know what's wrong with like the modern day fan. I really don't. They're entitled. They're entitled pricks. No, I don't think they're entitled. I don't think they feel they're entitled. I think they're just fucking pricks who don't own them better. Well, I was gonna say who who <laughs> who amongst them? Welcome to the uh, unadulterated, uncensored edition of Corner to Corner. Um. Seriously, though, I mean, among the fans that complain like that, anytime we've called them out, and you know we have, some even within our fan group, do they ever admit they're wrong? No, uh, sometimes. Not, not like one Rarely. On Twitter and Facebook? <clears throat> no. Yeah. I've, I've never. I mean, like, you can, you can have, like, somebody say something stupid, like, completely moronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, was, what was the one I read? There, there was one about somebody only wrestling in the WWE. You know, I, I don't think it was AJ, but let's like we use AJ, right? So the person makes a quote refer- stating that AJ's only like been in the WWE. And then he gets blasted because, you know, everybody else knows his history, impact, mm-hmm. you know, New Japan, ROH, Reno Delano, they start blasting them. And even then, they're like, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't make a mistake. I only know WWE. They didn't do nothing. They want to argue about it. It's like, dude, why argue? You're wrong. Learn, you know, at least learn the the people you watch. There, it's a bigger world than that little bubble you live in. Which, when Rob was talking earlier about something, what do you say? It's about the WWE falling. I almost, mm-hmm. I almost grabbed my pitchfork. <laughs> oh, I was almost out in the street like let's do it let's burn it down <laughs> wow <laughs> sorry that's you know it is what it is don't hold back it's okay well again I mean but they, they just to me they keep shooting themselves in the foot right so what have we talked about about Roman Reigns the past few weeks right that there's no competition for him Right, they painted themselves in the corner, right? And what is, what is Roman Reigns doing now? He's putting up the, the, the all the pictures. Yep, I beat this guy. I beat this guy. I beat mm-hmm. this guy. I beat this guy. And you're literally going down your roster. 
And now you're showing your own fans like, uh, yeah, well, he, he really has nobody. <laughs> yeah, dummy. Because they painted themselves into a corner. And now you think you're smart. Oh, yeah, we're going to make Roman Reigns look invincible. No, you're not helping your case. Because, like, the average person is going to be like, well, if he ain't got nobody to fight, nobody can beat him, why am I going to watch him? Well, and also what they forget is, and this is the problem, I think, with the mo- with some of the modern-day wrestling fans, is so many people have selected amnesia. Mm-hmm. You know, like they forget or they don't want to remember certain things. Like the people that are like, Roman Reigns is the greatest world champion ever. Um, greatest of all there time. Was, like, there was a time in the not-so, you know, not 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 so distant past that Roman Reigns couldn't do anything, you know. And I think the only reason he got over was finally because they put him out, they they shut him up, mm-hmm. they gave him a mouthpiece, one of the best mouthpieces in the business, you know, and they turned him heel. But mm-hmm. still, like Brian said, they're right. They painted themselves in a corner. I kind of feel like WCW did that with Goldberg. Right. You know, they did this streak, and then they realized, oh, shit. No matter how it ends, it's going to suck. <laughs> you know? So who can we suck the least with? I mean, they eventually got, he's got to lose. He's got to lose. I mean, they've already had him beat Brock Lesnar, and that's who everybody thought was going to come out of WrestleMania and whoop him. Didn't happen. He's beat Goldberg. So now I guess when Hogan's off his surgery, Hogan's going to beat him. Wouldn't this be like Hogan's 50th surgery? You know? Maybe Sergeant Slaughter would do it. Bob Backlund. Backlund? Yeah. Wow. Or, here we go. Triple H. That's never happened. But oh wait, yeah, that's. <laughs> you know, Triple H comes out, starts this whole. You know what? You might have beat everybody, but you're bad for business. You're running our company, <laughs> which is partly true. Um. <laughs> it is interesting that the complaint we had the most before they turned him was, "You booked yourself in a corner. <clears throat> Nobody can beat him. Now what are you going to do?" So they turn him, which was the only thing we could recommend at the time, and then they go right back and book him right back in that same corner. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Yep. Yeah, Hello. I mean, so what, uh, um, what's his name? Um, God bless him, drawing a blank. Um, Must have been a Kofi's really important partner. person. Uh, <laughs> oh, partner. Ouch, you would say Xavier that. Xavier right would? That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, King Woods. Xavier? Yeah, so somehow he's going to get a title shot to be the guy to win, and that's believable. King um, I, I mean, even ones that would stack up, Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. Sheamus, Cesaro, they get a win? You don't believe that? No, dummies. It's not how you book people. I mean, even Hogan had had losses back in the day and he held the title for what almost a decade 
what, like seven years off and on? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let's just keep it on one guy forever. See how that gets you. I mean, it worked in Memphis. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Memphis was different because Memphis had compelling storylines. I know. I'm saying the best opportunity they had was Kevin Owens, yes. in my opinion. The whole Kevin Owens storyline that they had going on was the most believable that he could lose. And all they had to do was bounce that title back and forth. Right. That would have been completely realistic. People would have been like, yeah, that was a hard-fought fight. Uh, speaking of Kevin Owens, his new figure uh-huh. comes with handcuffs. Hey, they're more like, the like leg shackles. Yeah, they're more like leg shackles, which would be the, the longer chain. Mm. I thought that was funny. <laughs> so. Hey, each character, more true to life than ever, come complete with handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> WWE's writing the jokes themselves. We don't even have to make them anymore. But see, that goes with the, 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 the old the pipeline, you know? Just think about it. How much? How long ago was the handcuff thing? That's a good point, Rob. What you said it last week. It takes six months almost. For, no, longer than that because that was at Royal Rumble. It's November. My God. <laughs> you know. Meanwhile, AEW has had seven waves of figures come out since uh, August of last year. And they're they're pretty they're getting pretty close to caught up as far as their roster is concerned. Yeah, I mean, I'm really hoping they bring out another Young Bucks figures because I haven't seen you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how big the belly is on is going to be on Eddie Kingston's figure. <laughs> Does he come complete with his own marijuana stash? You know. <laughs> Does he have that whole, like, I just woke up in the bar, you know, stagger? <laughs> maybe, maybe you have a little water bottle that comes with it that you can pour <laughs> over him before you play with it so it looks like he's sweating. <laughs> there we go. It's like that doll that used to pee itself. Ew. <laughs> Check out the new Eddie Kingston dog complete with real sweat. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, it's all right. I was watching, I was watching Dynamite the other day, and they can bring out whichever member of Dark Order that was that Moxley fought with his own like red dye. Holy crap! Good lord, he beat the shit out of Ten. I mean, you know? he just he it, Ten owed him money. That was that was what that was. Ten stood in the ring. Mox is like, "What'd you say about my wife?" Okay. <laughs> That was no joke. Like, we were watching it. My kids watched the replay of it. We had to shield Juliet's eyes because she's a little younger still. And she's also a big Darby fan, might I add. Um, but we had to sh- shield her eyes from all the blood that the dude lost. That was a lot of blood really fast. But you didn't shield Matthew. He didn't care. He literally doesn't care. When it comes no. to wrestling, it, it, it's so funny. My daughters all one. love wrestling. My son? Eh, whatever, Dad. Can I go play Legos? Yeah, sure, buddy. That's all right. At least my daughters are, are being raised right. My son, I got questions. 
What what in the hell is this thing Carmella is putting on her face, Rob? I don't know. I'm not watching. Oh! I'm the only one that's got Raw on? Yeah, You're the only Rampage. one that ever has Raw on. That's <laughs> not true. Rob usually does have it on. I'm watching Rampage. Well, damn. All right. I'm going to turn Raw off. Save myself some bandwidth. <laughs> Your neighbors are thinking now they can stream. Yeah, right, right. They've been ripping us off for our internet. I wouldn't doubt it. This compound's a little shady. But anyway. Well, you know, if you put a password on it, they can't rip you off. Well, the password is Suck Brian's Peter, but, you know, nobody understands the joke. I, I, I'm not shocked that's at a that little because password. you've always wanted to do it. <laughs> Rob said that's a little password. <laughs> it, I did get the, the error that wasn't enough characters. Don't know what that means. Well, you can't you can't back out of it. You just admitted publicly to want to put the beef in your in your mouth. Snap my drink. Slim Jim. Oh my god. If there was tracks, we've been off them for at least an hour. <laughs> but those are the fun shows. They are. That's I. I have more fun with those than I do with the others sometimes. One of our favorites is the one where you had, like, you had yourself on mute and you couldn't hear yourself. For, like, 30 minutes, yeah. it was the No, worst. it was longer than that. Did it, it was get almost the whole show. Mm. One of these days I'll have to go back through and <clears throat> catalog some downloads. I've been, I, I follow it pretty well. I keep you guys surprised as best I can and our downloads, uh, I can't thank our listeners enough because we've really seen a, a huge, huge climb. But because we have so many different outlets of people where they download from, I'm thinking that's what makes it so difficult to pull the stats. But for the wonderful people over at Chartable.com, they've uh, hooked us up with uh, some of the rankings and such. I know that uh, last week we were just over 100, I want to say 107, and this week was... Over, uh, what did I say, 170-something? Pretty impressive. Pretty happy with uh, those kinds of numbers. But what can you do? All so, I know is somebody got fired from the prop department because that table didn't give when Britt Baker hit it. So Yeah, that that how about Britt Baker and Abaddon? Um, also, I did let... Uh, let Abaddon get seen by my kids, and they were all scared of her. But she did the I'm like you, before you, the main event where she spits the blood. So like you shielded their eyes for the one match, but did you let them see Abaddon and let them, and wonder why they didn't go to sleep? Well, in my defense, I had no idea that during the uh, the pre match promo that Abaddon was just going to spit blood instead of try to talk. That was like, <laughs> oh my god! The kids all were terrified. But that's, that's like one of those wrestlers. Like, how do you hide that going to the airport? Ew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Britt Baker could put on a hat and a hoodie and kind of go. Right. You know? How do you hide that hair? Well, Abaddon, <laughs> uh, the Abaddon, not to pull the wool over, but so much, but Abaddon looks uh, completely different without her uh, mm-hmm. stuff on. Yeah, I, so the, the, there's a similar structure to the face, mm-hmm. but like you you probably wouldn't know her. 
she could come up to you and talk to you. Unless you were a true fan, you, you wouldn't know who she was. Because no. I've seen pictures without the makeup. Now, on the Jericho cruise, she was in full gear doing karaoke. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, <clears throat> ask me the song that she sang. Why did you got let the bodies hit the floor by us. drowning pool. <laughs> I don't want to know why you know that. Evil Uno's video cool. log. I did not know that they were going to. I did not think that Britt Baker would take the thumbtacks. Oh yeah, that was a. Britt Baker continues to prove that she's a badass, but I don't think she proves it in ways that she figures she's going to prove it. <laughs> because, see, she takes a beating from Abaddon, first off. I will say that, uh, well, I don't know where if you've gotten to the... Have you seen Rebel get up on the apron yet? Yeah. Okay. So, like, that part I could have did without. I thought that was stupid. But Abaddon just throwing Britt Baker around and Britt Baker bumping like there's nobody's business. But on the tax... Just, uh. And then she gets up. Remember, she, she she kind of rolls over, sits up or whatever, and you just see blood start trickling down her back from the tax as they fall out. No, thank you. No. Right. No. Yeah, but she's a pro at it now. Oh, yeah. She's got the uh, that Thunder Rosa rub. Yeah, and that's another one that's probably not bothered by the tax. No, no, she'll she'll do anything. She's game for all of it. <clears throat> yeah, Abaddon put the tax in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> like what? Even McFoley's like, uh, no. Too much room for error there. Yeah. Errant kick or slap or punch, and you end up chewing on one by accident. Goes through your cheek or your tongue. Or worse, into your gums. You swallow it. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I thought the match was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you suppose? <clears throat> why do you suppose fans left? After the Brian Danielson match. Oh, gee, so so we got to ask you that, right? Haven't you been to a Raw or SmackDown or I'm sure the I'm sure WCW did it back in the day, right? Where we're doing Raw and then 205 Live. Mm -hmm. Don't you remember that night? Mm -hmm. And at 205 Live, pew, everybody. Oh, that. Yeah. Right? It happens, right? It doesn't matter who would have been on first. Right. <clears throat> it's 11 o'clock at night. You've just watched four or five hours of wrestling. You're tired. You got to go home. You got to get up for work. I can watch Rampage on Friday night and just say I was there. <clears throat> this is this is not a new fad. This is another thing I enjoy about fans, right? Oh my God, everybody went home. And what's bad is these little hack, um, hack uh, groups that want to be 
you know, call themselves reporters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Call them out. Say their names. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, um, God, there's one. I don't remember right off the top of my head, but um, I'll find them for next week. I'll give you a whole rundown. Yeah. For next week. Put their names in the street. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody left. Everybody left. And then all the bobbleheads are tagging along. Mm-hmm. You know? Again, the bobbleheads that have never been to a pro wrestling show. Right? Only the true fans are going to sit there and, and go through five hours of pro wrestling. And even then, the true fans are going to be like, I've had enough. I want to go home. Because you figure there's dark or elevation, whatever was recorded first. Mm-hmm. Dynamite. Right. Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. Right. That's probably a good five hours of wrestling. And five hours of wrestling will tire anybody out. And believe it or not, bobbleheads, it happens at a WWE show. <gasps> no, it doesn't. How dare you say that about our precious WWE yeah, go go watch uh, what Raw and the Two Hundred Five Live. Go watch SmackDown and Sunday Night Heat or whatever. Poor, poor Randy Orton and Baron Corbin had to <laughs> close that show out. Drive home safe, everybody. Yeah. Go watch one. I'll say this: aside from the people that I guess posted it on Twitter or YouTube with the little videos of people leaving. That for the TV presentation, you really couldn't tell. <clears throat> no, you can tell her the 205 Live show. That's true, because they they leave in mass for 205 Live. They're like, yeah. see ya. Well, but that's the type of crap that it, it just gets really irritating, right? You know, again, oh, oh, see what happened at the AEW show? And mm-hmm. it's been going on at a WWE show for 20 years. But again, your so-called fan who's never apparently been to a TV taping of any type is the I one mean, talking about it. I mean, remember yours, the ROH, Brian? How, did, oh, did everybody oh, yeah, stay? eight hours. Uh, yeah, actually, I want to say for that ROH show, I think everybody stayed because I think, again, with the ROH, what happened is it was like TV taping. And, oh, cool, I'm going to get two or three hours worth of TV. And then the other two hours snuck up on you. <laughs> you were in hour number five, and you're like, wait. Uh, they just recorded like two months worth of shows. I'd like to go home now. <laughs> but People you're just the too door. tired. Yeah. People at the door try to leave. Uh, uh, no, sir, please go back to your seat. <laughs> go back to your seat. I want yeah. to go home. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I will have to say, though, for the, for the ROH one, and again, that was five, five or six. I think I want to say five hours, maybe six. I think it, so. It, no, they recorded five five episodes, so that was six hours of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody left. Honestly, that's crazy. I mean, you might have got one or two, but the majority of people stayed. And it's definitely not like uh, you know the big the big ones where you know you have two hundred five live. That no, uh, nobody cares about walks out or, mm-hmm. you know, Saturday Night Shotgun or uh, Sunday Night Heat or <laughs> whatever them shows are. 
Tuesday night testicles. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday night testicles. What the hell? What kind of tapings are you going to, Rob? You gave me a ticket. I wasn't going to go. <laughs> he says, I wasn't going to go, but he gave me a ticket. <laughs> hey, how many times have you gone to an event that you were like, I wasn't going to go, but I got a ticket? I mean, that's not that's not false. <laughs> that's not false. We know. Matter of fact, so does the tally. Oof. Oof. Who are you talking about? Who are you, talk- who are you talking about? More like it. Me, <laughs> you. I don't know what you're talking about. I would never do that. That's cool, though. That's cool. I still can't believe you stood us up for that TNA show. Uh... Which concussion was that? Five or six? I don't know. Uh, I remember. Oh, was that the was that, that was the, a concussion the deal. forklift incident? Uh, no, no, not no. forklift. That was when I got smacked in the head by the back of one of the truck doors. It um, yeah, not back, but it hit me in the back of the head. The wind hit it and it knocked me right clean out. <laughs> had nothing to do with the guy on the other side of the door pushing it. Yeah. yeah, right, right. It wasn't the wind. It was just a guy making sound effects. I mean, I thought I thought it was the fact that you know he walked down the street and stubs his toe on a pumpkin and <laughs> then hit his head on a watermelon and then like I don't know. I'm sure it had something to do with the female at the time. Probably said no. He said okay. Well, being that that female is, um, well, let's just say persona non grata. That's a good possibility, but I don't think so. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, we were getting ready to leave, and you're like, oh, I can't go. <laughs> we had to find somebody real quick for you to take it. Because <laughs> that, wasn't that when I wasn't living up here? No, you were here. That's That was when oh. Curtis went. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the only one we could think of that quick. Because like, we were literally like an hour, hour and a half away from having to leave. And it was like, hey, let's find somebody real quick. I don't even remember if we charged him anything. We may have just given him the ticket. Oh, the Kurt Angle incident. That was such good memories. Such good memories. <laughs> the Kurt Angle incident? Yeah, you don't remember? I know you got to remember that. That was when uh, Curtis uh, gripped his... Gripped it when he went to shake Kurt Angle's hand, he, he uh, gripped a little too hard, and Angle kind of looked like, uh, who are you? <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Do I owe you money? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Look, big boy, I'm about to hurt you. <laughs> There's certain people in this world, especially in wrestling, I would never want to come off like that to. Angle would be one of them, because he's a guy that... You know, he'd be—he didn't care if he was on national television or what. He would—he would shoot and break your arm if he had to. Yeah. I mean, it was so cool because you could just tell by his like by the look he gave him. He gave Curtis like, uh oh, <laughs> how'd you screw up by shaking his hand? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I gripped him like a man. Oh no, 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 partner. That's not how you're gonna do it from now on. Let me tell you how this works. <laughs> this is how we do it. 
That was a good show, though. That was it was. A good show. Yeah, that was a fun show. See, my other fun memories of the JPJ is talking Stan into buying stuff that he probably didn't need. <clears throat> that was That's a, a souvenir. Uh, that was a lot of t-shirts. You know, like, oh, yeah, get that one, too. Oh, you need a Money in the Bank briefcase. And a belt. <clears throat> yeah, let's get them both. <laughs> well, then Brian called our bluff in Charlotte, remember? Mm-hmm. He Was sure did. Or... Yeah, I called the bluff in Charlotte. Yes, yes, Sam's I did. Like, I don't know which one I want. <laughs> got the NWA I'm title, just... and then Brian got the TV title. Do you still have the NWA title? I don't think so. That's right. I think you did get rid of it, and you didn't give us first dibs. Yeah. He's yeah. never given us first dibs. Well, that's true, too. Well, it also knows we're not going to pay the price he probably wants either. <laughs> I don't, maybe for the NWA title. I might have done it for that one. There's only a few I would I would pay like top dollar for. So I think what the winged eagle I would pay. The mm-hmm. uh, flares ten pounds of gold. The NWA, of course, the TV title. Um, and what was the yellow one? The Intercontinental that I had? Yeah, the one the Warrior had. He had the yeah. yellow one, right? Mm-hmm. I might would do that one, too. I like the yellow. Do you have that one, Stan? Which, how many do you have now? <clears throat> uh, I have four now. I got rid of some of them. Recently? Uh, past few years, yeah. Because I had, I had the Oval Intercontinental the yellow intercontinental, the NWA world title, and I got rid of those. Ah. I would probably pay top dollar for like a, a defunct federation too. Mm-hmm. AWA world class, you know, something like that. Those would be cool. Yeah, I'd love to get my hands on like a USA tag, a, a US tag belt. You know. Or one of the old NWA, early WCW tag belts. Ones like the Midnight Express had. Mm-hmm. We have to find you the Western States title, too. Yeah. 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 The Western States Heritage Championship. <laughs> I remember when Rob first, you know, we were, we were when back in our backyard days where Rob was naming titles. And he says, Western States Heritage. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I never heard of that. He's like, oh, it was cool. Barry Windham held it all the time. I was like, really? Sure Little did I know up. they made it for him. Yeah, right. I... I thought that was pretty cool. Like, this is the uh, Mid-Atlantic Southern Eastern <laughs> Standard Time, you know. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, really? <laughs> I, th- I think I'd pay top dollar, too, for the old U.S. title, like the 70s U.S. title, where it's like the whole continental U.S. on the oh, front the of the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They're they're still they're using that one again in the NWA. Are they really? They're, they're calling mm-hmm. it the national title now. Yeah, see that I wouldn't I wouldn't mind getting a hold of one of those either. I want the one that that Luger held, the NWA US title. I like that one. Yes. Now, see, that is the one I wanted when I got the one I have. Mm-hmm. But obviously, at that point, they didn't have that one. Right. So, but I love the U.S. title I got. I wish I had the world title I got. I wish I had, obviously, you know, I got Gen 1, you know? Yeah, yeah. Before they realized they could bend the metal. <laughs> yeah. Rob got the completely flat one. I am still surprised that of all the use that that saw, that it, the the plates didn't come off of the uh, leather. Well, you probably got one from, like, a really, you know, a really good company. Not one of the, you know, maybe not one of the big twos. Uh, what is it, Milligan and what was the other one? Uh, Milligan uh, and... Um, Parks? Yeah. Yeah. So it's well, probably not that. It's probably the third one. It was figures eight was, that made it. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was probably one that really, because you figure about when when you bought it, that would have been what the nineties. No, late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So back then, you what two hundred bucks or whatever. Probably put it in. That was about three to four, I think. Oh, well, if it's three to four, then that's top of the line back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Saying. yeah so. It was the only one available. No. And Nowadays, all... three or four gets you a middle-of-the-road one. Yeah. yeah. And all I know is that when that belt showed up, <clears throat> business picked up. <laughs> that's when stuff got serious. <laughs> that's when feelings <laughs> began to get hurt. <laughs> I don't want the belt. I don't want it. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I man. do remember the, the the event it showed up at. I ended up losing it to Mike and then not seeing the damn thing for almost oh, six months. You were better. I remember I'm like, that. You're not supposed to take it home, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it was longer than that. I thought it was like a year or something. Yeah, I was like, I didn't mean for you to take it home. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was it was maybe six to eight months somewhere in that. But we did our first wrestling show with the belt, the first real belt that we had on the on our shows, and Mike won it. I remember because Rob gave me a ride home, and Rob was like, I, I didn't think he was really going to take it home. And I was like, Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Excuse me. That was, I remember that. That was crazy. That was fun, though, during that time. Because then you got the U, the WCW tag belts mm-hmm. and had the U.S. Cool. title. Because I remember we got the U.S. title. And then Brian was like, nope, I'm happy right where I'm at. You know, like, <laughs> like he yeah. won that U.S. title. He's like, I'm good. Well, there was that. We had the ECW title. That was my favorite one. Um, The... Yeah, tag titles. Yeah, and the Big Eagle. We had the Big Eagle. <clears throat> Not the winged eagle, but the big one. Those the were the ones one. we had. The rock, yeah. yeah, the rock one. 
Yeah. And I'm then that figure crew, out a way to... Because then you, 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 Stan, got a whole bunch more, didn't you? Uh, over the course of time, I had... Let's see. I had the 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 rock edition the scratch logo of the world title the wwe title i had the wcw which is still to this day my favorite one the wcw classic <laughs> title that simmons held the winged eagle you don't have that anymore no i've still got it i've still got it i'm just listing I off ones say, I had as much as you wanted that thing I'm, i'd be surprised you sold you it know? i paid i paid too much for it just to have it made because nobody else was selling it oh wow <clears throat> Yeah, guys. I was like, no. If I if I never collect another belt, I gotta at least have this one. Um, let's see. I had the ECW title. I had. I did have the network logo US title at one point, like the the one that came before the one we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, King of the Ring. Didn't you have the spinner? Yeah, but I turned around and sold it like right after. I I had it because it was like one of those kind of grail belts that you couldn't find anywhere for less than 400 500 bucks and i found it off of somebody for like two so i got it and then <laughs> I, flipped I, it. yeah i think i flipped it and made it made a profit off of it because i was like well i don't really want it i'm not a big cena guy i mean just sell the belt <clears throat> um i think that's all the ones that i had though and the wcw tag titles like, i always wanted the tv title <laughs> The WCW TV title. Um, oh, and I did have, I did have the red TV title. I had the TV and the world title for NWA. I don't remember you with the TV title. He bought it the same day you did because he bought both of them. Oh. Yeah, I bought them both. <clears throat> That's he right. didn't have his autograph. Because right. he'd really think... be hating the world right now if he had it autographed. I oh I, I would have been upset. Um, no, I think what happened was once you got it all signed and everything, I was like, "Well, Brian's is signed. I'm just going to sell it." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the, you should have gotten it signed if you wanted signed. I didn't think about what it about until what I did. Yeah, like you got it done at the same same place I was at where I bought mine. So like I should have just did it then. But <clears> although it did cost it. me a pretty penny to get, get it done. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that's the thrill of it, though, because you got to get it all done at the same spot. Well, yeah, but by so by the time it was done, the two hundred dollars or whatever I spent on it turned into like four hundred plus. <laughs> right, right. Well, then the front like the, the, fun, the fun part was that we all got into it because it'd be like, yeah. oh, I need that person, but I don't have that. Oh, here, Brian, here, get it. You got to get it while they're here, yeah. and. And then we talked Stan into getting it because Stan Stan's like, oh, I'm going to get the NWA, but I really want the television too. And then that's when the little voices in his head didn't tell him what he should have said. Well, we should have said, we just said, <laughs> buy them both. Mm-hmm. Buy them both. You want them both. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had traveled in, I had traveled to Maryland, North Carolina, uh, Maryland, Southern Virginia, North Carolina, and all of a sudden my bank was like, you a scam. We're going to shut your shit off. <laughs> so then I'm going, I want to buy those, but I can't. I don't have no money. It won't let me. That sucked. I remember you going through that. I had forgotten about that. Damn. 
remember the uh, the one guy that uh, we were going to get to sign the, the belt for Brian, and he wanted a little bit too much money for it. <clears throat> You're like, nah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> the only one, I, the only one there that I want to say we didn't get besides him that I really wanted was Paul Jones. Oh, you didn't get Paul Jones? I thought you no. did. Why? Well, no, because he kept like, yeah, I'll be back at my table in five minutes. <laughs> he just kept walking around. Mm. So we never got we never got Paul Jones. Well, I think that was also what happened to the Ricochet. It was like, oh, I'll be at the table. No, he wasn't gone. there. He didn't. He, uh, if he showed up, it would have been that evening for the for the match. He was he was never at a table. He did. He no showed. So I got that picture upstairs. That hopefully eventually I can get a signature on. Give it another eight months. He'll be free. Probably. Yeah, probably. I'm surprised he didn't get let go with the last run. <clears throat> oh, I think they're holding on to him. I think they'll hold on to him because, again, you put him back in New Japan, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, my God, him and Osprey again? Uh. Yeah. He becomes Prince Puma again? Mm-hmm. Right. Is this accurate? Jim Cornette no. calls Sheeta one of Twinkle Toe's Japanese sex objects in an interchangeable outlaw mud show girl. And re- refuses to watch her with Deeb, her match with Deeb, given she won. Wow. All right, Jim Cornette, you uh, a little angry, are you? Sheesh. That's intense. Damn. <laughs> I mean, even for Cornette, that's like, God. Okay, man. Get a Snickers or something. Coke is <laughs> You're, you know you're angry when you're hungry. <laughs> I mean, I want somebody just to tweet to him or something and say, Jim, buddy, you know, I'll give you a hug, man. Let's just let's help you feel better. <laughs> yeah. So something tells me, though, I think deep down inside he likes AEW, right? Oh, I'm sure he does. And he knows that if he keeps causing controversy like this, mm-hmm. that the ones that are like, who's Sheeta? You know, he's kind of hoping they'll flip on the TV and be like, oh, that's Sheeta. Oh, I kind of like Sheeta. Jim doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're all in cahoots, I mean. He's on Tony Khan's payroll. What did you guys think of Cody's I will not turn promo? He's going to turn. Okay. Brian immediately says he's going to turn. All right. He's Rob, what turn. did you think? I, it didn't make sense. I was just like, what? <laughs> See, I was a little confused by it, too. Like, it, <clears throat> he's trying to kind of come off as a little snarky and a little bit of a shoot where he's talking about, you know, old retired wrestling managers shouting at clouds. I, mean, I think he's going after Cornette there. Um, but at the end, he's like, I will not turn. I was like, well, okay, buddy. There again, Snickers, something relax. Yeah, but see, Cody... Cody grew up in the business, right? Cody understands the business probably a lot better than Cena, who, once again, Cena should have gone bad. He would have, I mean, he would have blasted that glass ceiling 
You know what I'm saying? Had he mm-hmm. gone bad? Yeah. Um, but I think Cody understands it enough to know that it's time to turn heel. Uh, I mean, his dad did it. So if his dad can do it, he can do it. Hey, aside from when Dusty went with the NWO, did he ever turn heel before then? Uh, well, he was, I want to say he was a bad guy with, uh, who was his tag team partner? Uh, uh, Dick Murdoch? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So in the seven, because they were like, they were like one of these tag teams that would like literally punch you in the mouth. And I think they were bad guys. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure they were bad guys. Heels mm-hmm. in, the, in the 70s. And then he turned and he was a good guy until, what, the WCW stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But again, I you know, Cody, Cody is one of these guys I think can see the writing on the wall. And he knows, he's smart enough to say, well, if I turn bad, then I'm going to use their booze for me as opposed to against me. Because he was booed. Oh, yeah. Heavily. <laughs> Heavily. You know what I'm saying? I, liked, I don't uh, understand. I was just going to say, I liked Malachi Black's comment where he said that, you know, the house always wins. I made them do this kind of thing. Like, he turned it and flipped the script to suit his own narrative. And I was like, damn, that's that's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah, and see, other, other to me, other than the fact that Cody's there and then leaves, you know, loses the match where he leaves with some injury where we all know he's going to mm-hmm. do a show. And then when he comes back, he ultimately wins when he comes back. Other than that, I don't understand why you would boo Cody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cody is, is that baby face, right? Cody, um, you know, but it, it, to me, it makes sense if he, if he flips, goes heel, right? You know, because now I can play on um, wrestling royalty. Um, you know, I don't know what you people have a problem with me. He's, you know, he's uh, able to, he'd be able to cut the promos to make them matter, to, to get the booze. So to me, it makes sense, especially if we're going to boom as a good guy. Well, I would, I would like to see him continue to, to capitalize on the the Homelander aspect that he keeps trying to pull from. Because he even says himself in a couple of different interviews that, you know, he sees the parallels between his character and Homelander, where he thinks he's like this all-powerful all kind of hero that's only doing good things, only making people smile, when in reality he's terrifying because he's, you know, beating up all of these innocents kind of thing. What? And so if that's the case, then this whole, then it makes more sense, right? Right. So let's just, let's, let's be this baby face that the crowd turns on me. And then once the crowd turns on me, I can turn on them. It'll be just a easier transition and be like, I did, I didn't do this. Y'all did this. Hey, but we finally got another You People Are So Stupid promo. Oh, yes! (laughs) It's been over 20 years since Buff Bagwell cut that fateful promo. MJF just does it so well. He's on his back, kicking and smacking his hands around, laughing. And then 
that, the coolest part where the lights go out again, and he's like, oh, ha-ha, Spears, really funny, ha-ha. And Spears is like, that that wasn't me, dude. <laughs> and you're like, oh, cool. Like, it was just... The way that AEW does their throwback moments is just so solid. Like, it's just so spot on. That promo where, you know, Cody is sitting there, and, and it did. It felt like a... It almost felt kind of like if Hulk Hogan would have cut a serious promo back in the day before he turned. That's what I thought of. And I'm not saying that Cody's Hulk Hogan or vice versa, but I could see it. And then MJF doing that, it's just like, oof. You just suckered the crowd in and just whack, got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, and again, so <clears throat> remember at one time this, you know, got Cody I'll never turn bad right 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 but remember at one time before the pinnacle Mm -hmm. right there was going to be a four horsemen-esque faction Mm -hmm. reported and who was supposed to lead this faction it was supposed to be Cody yes so now again FTR has broke from the pinnacle It, it, it would appear Mm-hmm. Right, because they're they're rarely together anymore, which is great. I think they should split, leave it the way it is. Cody is, I think, on the verge of going heel. So then you just need to find the right fourth, and you need to do it the right way. And you would have Arn and Tully with them, and you know. Well, I could easily see the pinnacle going to FTR, Spears, and Wardlow and see MJF no, 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 and Cody no. on their own. No, I, I'm thinking MJF, Spears, and Wardlow, right? Because that's what you see now. Mm-hmm. So let MJF have his two little flat flunkies, for lack of a better term. Well, I mean, they're laying the groundwork right now for Wardlow and MJF at Revolution. Mm-hmm. So... We're probably coming close to the end of their run together. Right. But see, Which, I would like FTR yeah. with somebody like Cody. Mm-hmm. You know? I think, I, think it, I think it would be more of a give you more of that horseman vibe, the, you know, a, a, an NWO type, you know, a power, mm-hmm. a power vibe. Pinnacle never really did it for me. They had a chance, man. They had a, a, a potential opportunity there, and they just couldn't really capitalize. Mm. Rob, heel yeah. Cody, what do you think? I kind of feel like it's the same Cody. You know? Mm. I mean... Like, besides the whole loving the fans, like, I'm one of you. <laughs> I have a brother. <laughs> I have a father. I'm going to throw my shoes to you. Because as the fan who catches your shoe, that's great. But then you, got, you want the other shoe. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't wear these shoes unless I got two of them. What am I going to do with this one shoe? What the hell is this? <laughs> Come on, man. Nike better be throwing money their way as much as they advertise with Nike. (laughs) You'll see see him get a cease and desist and Nike be like, oh, hold up. 
<laughs> I'm calling it right now. AEW comes out before the end of 2022 with their own uh, Air Force Ones, with their own Nikes Jordan. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Because now I'm going to have to look for them, and it's going to drive me nuts because I'll never see them. <laughs> Brian, I'll have two pairs. <laughs> don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. I mean, One for like, each life-size Young Buck doll he gets. Well, no, if they come out with, the, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. If they come out and they're like the face of the Young Bucks are, all, you know, on the outside, I'm like, oh, I got to have those. <laughs> it's not sure. It's not Brian we have to worry about. It's the other one in his house we have to worry about. <laughs> what, the one that sees the bill? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they both stay pretty well in tune on it. No, because you know Brian will take whatever size they have. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if they didn't have, to have the shoes. Just to have the shoes. Yeah, it'll be like, oh, sorry, we only have it size four. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> let, me, let me have those shoes. <laughs> so, yeah. And they, they, would, they would stay pristine in the box. <laughs> And then if I got them autographed, they'd uh, you know they'd be on a, uh, up on the mantle or something. <laughs> yeah. And then when y'all come over, y'all can gaze and look at my shoes. <laughs> look at my shoes. My shoes look are amazing. <laughs> you can't get them. You can't afford them. I paid five hundred dollars on the secondary market. You can't afford that. Yeah. No one else, no one else in his family would get new shoes that year, but he would. <laughs> Classic Budge, right there. Nobody gets shoes with him. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the that might be the funniest part of BTE right now. Is him calling him Budge. <laughs> well, I think there's a shirt out now that says something about Budge. <laughs> They they come to him this most recent time, Rob, and they they basically are talking to him about, hey, listen, you know, we were kind of we screwed up. We shouldn't have said that you had to change your name or you didn't have to, you know, that you didn't like boobs. We didn't mean that. What we really want you to do, <laughs> we want you to shave your head. <laughs> He's like, what? You want me to what? <laughs> and he starts going off, and it ends with him telling him to eat shit. John Silver's like, I did that last time, and my tummy hurts. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was just sitting there crying because it, he just – damn, John Silver is a freaking genius. He just finds a way to slip these crazy lines in there, and you're like, what the – out of nowhere. Like, you don't see it coming. You don't know what he's going to say. I don't, I don't know how Alex Reynolds doesn't just die laughing standing on the apron with that guy. Because he's got to be cracking jokes the whole match. Well, yeah, what I find funny, though, is, like, if you pay attention, there's all types of cannon fodder that other promotions give them that they mm -hmm. blatantly will just, like, throw up in somebody's face. Like, the, the whole TV monitor, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, how they watch yeah. the matches, yeah. Yeah, how they watch the matches. Right so, again, right? So we've been watching this a long time, right? So we've seen plenty of these segments, mm -hmm. right? And it's never once dawned on me, like, why are they watching this stupid TV out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in this arena? Right. Right? 
I've never thought about that. I'm like, oh, okay, they're they're watching the, you know, they're watching their next opponent or whatever, right? Never once. And then, you know, the young bucks do it and why they did it. And so I'm like, you know what? After 20 years, it really does make no sense. Just standing around watching the TV in the I middle like of the it. arena. I like when they do that because they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 we got to make sure we go watch them at the monitor. We got to make sure we watch them at the monitor so they know we're serious." And you're like, "Oh, come on!" It's it's funny because like they just find ways to just. It's not even. It's not even original stuff, but they just find a way to make it like hilarious. Well, and then they point out the fact that most of them. Are, are watching it over their shoulder. Yeah, so the camera can see what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they Who just stand here? Who watches TV like that? <laughs> well, but again, it's, you know, 20 years, 25, whatever, however long they've been pulling that stuff. Mm-hmm. It never once dawned on me. Why in the, are they watching TV <laughs> instead of, like, being up in a box, a luxury box? poking their head around the corner watching it or just going to ringside yeah but no they're they're watching it over their left shoulder like they're some glamour shot from the 80s i don't know (laughs) you guys are killing it (laughs) i know i'm not gonna like wrestling anymore you're ruining everything (laughs) they're killing the business brian yeah, 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 they're the business. Damn bucks. Damn you bucks. And your crappy shoes. Top Dollar says, I don't I don't get to like you because you wear crappy shoes. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that a guy from NXT now on now on SmackDown was able to generate that much conversation just by doing what these guys do every single day and just working. Literally just getting fans to talk, and it's been a conversation ever since, and it's now going on three weeks. And what, 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 what was it? He, made a, he, he did a tweet where he was talking about how Hit Squad, which is his stable, um, how they wear, I think he said they've been wearing Air Force Ones or Jays since day one, something something like that, and that the Bucks normally wear Vans and other skater boy shoes. You know, kind of a typical insult jab. Like, nothing really that serious. But AEW fans and bobbleheads – Jumped all in his business, saying that he was way too green to make any comments about anybody else. Like, just taking it all kinds of left. His then, own fans? No, no, no. AEW fans. Oh, AEW. Top dollars in WWE. So, of course, AEW hardcores are like, ah, screw you. You're a WWE guy. You don't know shit about shit. You know, they just are going off on him. So then the Bucks go on Twitter and say that we've made more money than the entire roster of NXT. You know, because they know what's going to really get people interested. Right. So they and they keep him in the conversation because they know it's just business. Right. But it's just, it's crazy because here's this guy. He's new. I mean, he played for the NFL. He played for Washington at some point. I just read that yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, um, I'm a fan now. <laughs> but he, um, you know, he's just doing really what all of them should be doing. Just stirring up conversation. And they kind of protect him there. They don't really put him down. They make, you know, you've probably seen it on uh, BTE. They make jokes, but that's kind of it. So funny. I have no end for this rant, so I should just take a small bow. 
<laughs> well, I mean, but it's funny, though, that you have – so every once in a while, though, that the WWE guys will get involved, right, because mm-hmm. it does generate the hits and whatever, right? <coughs> Orton's done it, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah, Roman did it. it well, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not including Roman in this conversation, right? Roman, he's, he's head of the table, his own table. He can go sit at his table. <laughs> his I don't table. have to be there. <laughs> go sit at the table by yourself. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, you're at the kids' table. Just go, just go. You can be the head of the table at that table. Go. Ouch. Right. But uh, you know, for for this, he's not for only this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for this guy's relatively new. To have the 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 wherewithal to be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself some points, mm-hmm. right? And I'm gonna tag the young bucks, you know, or mention the young bucks or whatever, knowing what it's gonna generate. It's only gonna help him in the end, right? Right, because it's gonna yeah. have people talking about him. Yeah. So good for him. Good for him for having the you know the thought process to be like, yeah, let me tag the bucks. It's odd now my because <laughs> then Brian takes a small towel. Uh, it, it's it's odd because you know this show started with us talking about Ring of Honor and them seemingly closing their doors and where might people go, but it just naturally transitioned its way into a conversation about other things. Oh where might people go? <laughs> mm-mm, no, mm-mm, oh, mm-mm. can't do it. <laughs> the unemployment line. Oh, it. oof, oof. Why can't he do it? <clears throat> nope. 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 That We're here for rest. Rules? We're here for rest. HR called. Damn it. Yep. She's on I don't the phone. Even, right I've now. lost. Like I've got ADD and I'm lost. What the hell? <laughs> what did what What did HR say? I don't understand. What, what I don't even know why HR called. No political songs. Let my people go. Yes. That's not political. Uh, look it up. That's religious. Yeah, no. I mean, it is religious. It literally is. It'd be more political than religious. Let my people. How about we just let it go? <laughs> oh, now we're going like Frozen. Let it go. I got you. <laughs> That's better. We do that. What? No. Nope. Now there's no. a cease and desist from Disney. Yep. Disney. <laughs> Disney's on the line. They're that fast. <clears throat> they would be. Don't. Don't joke about that. <laughs> Disney knows where we live. That would be funny. That would be funny <clears throat> crap if we got a cease and desist for that little 10-second snippet from Rob. <laughs> <laughs> got an email, guys. What is it? Oh, my God. You can't write that in a letter. What the hell? <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse here. Shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. Buy a $40 T-shirt and go to hell. <laughs> So if I can just put this out there, I love the, the the Disneyland, Disney World. I have nothing to do with this conversation. You can cease and desist the other two. Oh, what a mark. What a maroon. <laughs> I tell everybody that Disney to a point doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Because if they wanted to, if they wanted to be sticklers about a lot of things, all they would need to do is have a copyright attorney walk around one of their parks for one day. And as soon as they see a family in T-shirts with their T-shirts in the Disney font, be like, um, here you go. You go. <laughs> right. Want to make some money? <laughs> Let me show you how. 
Yeah, I, I mean, there, but there's just probably, I mean, they're so big, there's probably just so much that occurs that you're just like, uh, what can you do? Between yeah, that, Star Wars, level, you know? yeah, Star Wars, Marvel, Avatar, whatever I mean, else Disney is one of the only, is the only company that has the required schools <clears throat> to get a license to play their movies. So, like, if your kid's school is like, oh, we're going to watch Toy Story. Well, they have to have a license to play that. Wow. Yeah. Schools have to get licensing for... To play Disney movies, yeah. I did not know that. That is is very interesting. (laughs) I'm stunned. I can't believe what I just heard. No, I'm not even kidding. I wow. Or they would get a cease and desist letter. Probably by the time the movie finished. You know, it's like the school that the school that did like a musical on and a medley of Billy Joel songs. They were a school in New York, and so they invited him, and he showed up. <laughs> like no pressure you're singing piano man with the piano man sitting in the back wow that's pretty major <clears throat> he didn't sue him did he no he told him great job kid I'm just making sure I mean because you never know that guy might have really needed the money plays Madison Square Garden all the time. You don't need the money. <laughs> when your go-to venue is Madison Square Garden, you know, like... I mean, <clears throat> that's a that's a good point. Where are you playing tonight? Oh, I'm going to play at the... Uh, I'm going to play at the Bellagio. Oh, okay. Where are you playing? Madison Square Garden. World's most famous arena. Again. <laughs> Stan, don't get quiet. Keep it going. I was Come listening. On, I'm listening. <clears throat> Push it through. You got a few more minutes, man. Whew, I can do before it. Or you can be like, before we send this to the radio ranch, we gotta get our Hey, I haven't I haven't said that in a long time, thank you. Here's our person watching the ones and twos. <laughs> I always like to say that to Eddie. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian, did you watch the steroid trial edition of Dark Side of the Ring, their season finale? I did, but uh, I don't think it went far enough. I don't think it went deep enough. Really? I didn't feel the, yeah, I didn't feel the same... Uh, same uh, commitment in that episode compared to some of the other ones. That's not something I've ever heard when it comes to Dark Side of the Ring. You're saying you feel like they held back? Yeah, to me it felt like they held back some. Probably because they were dealing with one of the top attorneys in the industry, but... Yeah, I mean, quite possible. But... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're sure? Yeah, you can cover this. Um, here's a list of what you can say and cannot say. And how you can say it. <laughs> See on film day, by the way, you only get 20 minutes. And then he was on there, too. So, he... <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'm going to be on your show to make sure you get this right. <laughs> it's like in the government when, like, I need to see that report. All right, we're going to edit out everything you can't see, and we'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> get the first word of the, and then the period at the end. Everything else yeah. you can't have. <laughs> I see the, United, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I mean, I did think it was interesting on what I forgot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, but it, to me, it wasn't like hard hitting journalism. It was, it was more like a fluff piece for, for, for me. There were some that said that they felt like it was a fluff piece for the attorney. Like it was really just like, this is why this attorney's a badass. Thanks for watching. That's kind of how it ended, but again, I, I didn't actually catch it. I was I was tied up, but that's why I asked you. Yeah, so you know, again, they they cover, you know, they cover it okay as much as you can, I guess, in an hour, but they make sure to that to drill the point home that well, prior to this, steroids were legal. Everybody was doing it. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then they were like, they talked McMahon up, you know, they talked about how he went into the, the second trial with the neck brace and then, uh, you know, trying to get you know, McVince says he's not trying to get sympathy. Everybody else is like, yeah, he's trying to drum up sympathy from the, the jury. And then apparently they win, they go to a restaurant the attorney asked him about it. He takes the neck brace off. He's whirl, twirling the neck brace in the air. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's Classic Vince. <laughs> yeah. Now again, I'm not. You know, I don't think I don't I don't see where from I don't see where like what they talk about where Vince maybe should have been tried. I definitely see where the doctor should have been tried. Mm-hmm. But I don't know because they don't really connect Vince as to being like, yeah, give these guys steroids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Vince is just the evil owner of the company. <laughs> and they're trying to tear down the company and get the evil owner. Whereas they let the doctor who probably has been giving out more steroids than Vince can even dream of. You know, he's the one who probably should have been standing trial. And then they brought up Hogan, but Hogan says that he had been getting <laughs> assorted medications from this doctor for some time through the mail. Uh, you know, he did. I mean, he even goes on. They show a clip from Arsenio Hall where he's like, I don't do steroids. Mm, OK. <laughs> All right, big guy. <laughs> OK, brother. <laughs> OK. Um yeah, I mean, it wasn't, uh, there wasn't really anything earth shattering. It was more like, oh, and by the way, this is what happened. So. I always felt like this steroid scandal, quote unquote, was more of a witch hunt. Like, all oh, of these yeah, guys yeah. are were, were doing steroids of some type, trying to get big and trying to get cut. Like, it just seemed like, oh, well, you got caught. Like, that's screwed well, up. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, but again, though, uh, so like what they point out is before this, steroids were legal. Mm-hmm. 
right? So these guys at one time were okay. They were they were legal, right? And then the government all of a sudden wants to ban it, and um, you know they go after the WWE. They clearly went after the WWE because, like I said, the doctor is the one that should have they should have gone after, and, and you know, and you know, Vince to me has a level of deniability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's why they tried to get Hogan because Hogan was supposed to say, well, yeah, Vince knew about it. Nobody else apparently ratted Vince out, right? Do I think he knew something? Yes, but again, do I think I know the extent or he knew the extent? No, right? It's just not possible that him and the doctor are sitting down, yeah, uh, I've gave the uh, warlord this much. I gave <laughs> uh, the ultimate warrior this much. Recruit, yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even like they even bring up how Linda. I think once the steroids go illegal, Linda's like, uh, we need to distance ourselves from this guy. Like we we don't even want him around anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like right. everybody's got to get clean. He's out. We don't want this guy. And then, you know, somebody squeals or somebody gets caught or there's some. Oh, I think that I think it was uh, what B. Brian Blair, where he gets a package from this guy, and they go through the package and there's something in the package, some pill. And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, you need to testify or we're going to arrest you. And, you know, again, it's I think it was something he actually was needed or, you know, was something legit or something. Uh, I was it was crazy, but nothing earth shattering. Hmm. The infamous steroid scandal. There were people that apparently were were terrified that he was legitimately going to go to jail. Oh yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, no. No, no. Finish your thought. I mean, you have to be. It's it's actual trial. There's plenty of people that you know may or may not be innocent that get found guilty. Rob, do you have any memories of the the steroid scandal? Oh yeah. I mean, who doesn't? If you're a wrestling fan back in during the time, it was just something that. As a wrestling fan, you're like, what? And then I remember it, it was at a time where I really wasn't that, I wasn't as hard into wrestling as I used to be. So it would kind of, um, but still it was something that definitely, I think it was also probably the first negative light that the WWE had been in in the media. You know, they had done such a good job controlling the image and controlling the words and controlling what people saw. And then this was something that, holy crap. You saw these people that you looked up to and you're like, you little bastards, you know, like, um, (laughs) but again, like Brian said, you know, it gets so in when you got into the weeds, like McMahon was the, the, the big fish, you know, 
oh, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. And Hogan, I mean, McMahon didn't play this game going, okay, we're going to, I'm going to leave it so sloppy that you're going to be able to trace it right back to me. (laughs) That's why he had all the doctors and all the people and, you know, so that's what, that's my, my, my uh, memories of it. Just. It is, it is always something that I forget that it lasted as long as it did. Like I was, I'm just reading it just now. And he was actually, he was actually acquitted or not found not guilty on in 1994. And the trial itself started in 91. Like all of the different investigation pieces and all the all the subpoenas and everything, this starts in ninety one. So, jeez, that's that's a long time to have to go through something like that. Yeah, yeah but I think that's two trials or something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, they part of it is probably building a case. I mean, they literally had like no case other than like I think the doctor and then um, one of the news you know the, the dirt cheap guys was like yeah I had a private conversation with Vince and this is what he said <laughs> so that was you know like part of the <laughs> part of it that kicked off the second one But yeah, Hogan, and see, Hogan was supposed to be a big part of the first trial, mm-hmm. and then the attorney <laughs> somehow or another got it, so Hogan didn't even testify at all, and he was the, it, Hogan was the uh, uh, attorney for the state mm-hmm. or the U.S., and then of course the defense attorney is the one who turns it around and gets it so Hogan doesn't even testify, which I, I have no clue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have no clue what this attorney did. He probably will tell you, but. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I remember the, the 1991 edition of WWF magazine. And the only reason I remember it, it was because it was the post SummerSlam issue. And in the front cover, there was a statement from Vince McMahon and the WWF talking about their anti-drugs policy that came to light as soon as the trial and the investigation started. So it, immediately they went into cleanup mode, and they're, I mean, 91, I'm, I'm not even in, I'm in junior high, so I've, I'm looking at this going, God, what are they doing? Don't go after Hulkamania. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's just crazy. And then you've, that's what Dark Side of the Ring does. It takes these moments that you're like, man, that was cool. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is really scary or sad. I feel bad for, I feel bad for all these people. And you don't realize that that's really what's going on. This is crazy. Well, I mean, again, I think it's, you know, you know the basis of it and time. Uh, takes away some of the knowledge and you watch something like this and you're like wait wait I don't remember it that way that what the what the what the what mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because again the also like the only real 
evidence they would have had would have been Hogan. And in, in the first one, he was supposed to testify. The defense attorney got him out of it. And in the second one, he was supposed to go in there and be the, be the uh, you know, the bombshell testimony. And he's like, ah, I love Vince McMahon. He never gave me steroids. Good <laughs> and I are pals. Yeah, we're pals. <laughs> I bought my own. Yeah. And then, of course, that's when he goes WCW. So, yeah, it was, it's crazy, but. I thought it was a fuck piece, pure and simple. Makes me wonder what they're going to cover in season four, because I believe they did get picked up for another season. Um, also, the Vince McMahon versus, excuse me, the United States of America versus Vince McMahon is coming to FX as part of their uh, their series, like similar to the one they did about uh, O.J. Simpson. So I guess we haven't heard the the end or the rest of this. Plus, there's a Vince McMahon documentary coming to Netflix. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> it's a Who's scary, scary time. Tony Khan? Oh, my God. I, I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it'll be interesting because the, the one for Hogan is going to be kind of Interesting. You know they got uh, Chris Hemsworth, the guy that played uh, Thor. He's going to be uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but the Hogan is a, like a biopic, though. Right, right. So, so you're not going to get anything crazy out of that. But a documentary, depending on who does it and how long it is, you might get a lot of crazy things we've forgotten about. What would you what would you call the Vince McMahon do- documentary? What title would you give it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's his theme song? No chance. That's what they got. <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. Huh? Yeah. Pal, I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, pal, pal. the Vince McMahon story. <laughs> The Kiss My Ass Club. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, that, oh. that would be a good one. That would be a good one. In the interest I mean, of fairness. <laughs> I'm in the wrestling. I'm in the sports entertainment business. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one, too. I mean, in all fairness, you know, from from where he started and what he has accomplished, you can't take it. You can't take anything away from him. Mm-hmm. I think he is outdated and out of touch. But, I mean, you can't take – got to give the guys credit, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, you can – we can make fun and, and poke fun, but the, the reality is he's done a lot for an industry that back then wasn't – didn't have a lot of people thinking that big. I just hope it's a documentary, though, that they, they touch on some touchy subjects. I don't hmm. want no fluff piece. Uh, well, if the Terry Garvin story is in there, then you know that it's hard hitting. If it's not, then you know it's a fluff piece. <laughs> that would be the that'd be one of those measuring sticks. Yeah, is that the one that about the same time as the steroids? Came? Yeah, that's the one that happened when he went on Donahue, and the guy confronted him on the <laughs> on the air and said that he did sexual favors for Pat Patterson and for Vince. He <laughs> got nothing out of it. Right. Right. Vince is like, you're mean to tell me you weren't properly paid? He says it on TV, and I'm like, 
Does no one see that he said this on television? I'm I'm so sorry you weren't properly paid. What? Never mind what he just said you did. He just asked him if he didn't get paid. That he, he didn't you, deny what he did. Right. You just called him a hooker. <laughs> I'm so sorry you weren't paid. Vince! Why <laughs> pay my bills, pal? I can only imagine the attorney after the taping. What the fuck? <laughs> HR, um, Vince, HR's on all the lines, okay? <laughs> also, your wife's in your office waiting to see you. <laughs> yeah, and your lawyer called and said, your prenup's not big enough. <laughs> How's that summer home? Because it's about to be your main residence. We <laughs> forgot to tell you that Connecticut is a community property state. Oh, God. <laughs> Oof. Man. It's not going to be until after, you know, after he passes that we finally get all the juicy details. And some of them we may not ever be ready for. <laughs> We may think we want to know, but we have no idea. <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh. He passes away, and a week later, you're like, what? He did what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's already tons of different theories about Vince McMahon, depending on what you choose to subscribe to or believe. Um, if any, even if Even if half of it was true. People's minds would just explode. Uh, well, I guess that's going to do it for another edition of Corner to Corner Radio. We're going to keep going if you don't close this properly. <clears throat> I want to thank everybody over in uh, listener land for listening to us. Thank you for enjoying the dulcet tones of myself and Rob and Brian. Is that not an official way of closing it out? Mm-mm. You need to close it the way Rob wants it closed. All right, Rob, how do you, you want just, it closed? You just told you, y'all just talked about it a little bit ago. <laughs> oh, I see. <clears throat> and now it's time to take us on to the radio ranch. <laughs> Catch up with Rob on Twitter at Rob Hefter C two C. Brian can be found at Vlad Dragul C T C. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I do say. not go blah blah blah. <laughs> you need to put that in your profile. <laughs> uh, catch up with me funny. at Stan Grub, the show at C two C Radio Show and C two C Radio Show dot com. Check us out on Facebook at Corner to Corner Show. And uh, hey, next week we'll do our predictions for Full Gear. Uh, or is that going to be the week after? No, it's the thirteenth. So uh, we could do it next. We do it next week. Yeah, no. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Next week, the eighth. Yeah. So next week we'll be doing our predictions for full gear. We'll talk about uh, any late breaking news, of course, and uh, who knows? We might even throw a topic in there, depending on what we got going on. And as of course, more news comes out about what's happening with Ring of Honor, and if we find out a potential quote unquote suitor for the library comes to light, we'll let you know then too. Until next time. It's Brian. He's going to take out a loan. What would y'all do if I was like, hey, I got the ring of honor in the library? Um, I don't know. That'd be awesome. If you're going to get a loan for $25 million, could you at least give me a truck? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I'll help you pick up the tapes if you want to, you know, buy me a new vehicle to I can drive to see you. <laughs> I mean, we need to haul it in something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, road trip. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe what we'll if... get lucky and they'll just throw it out in boxes like. Uh, uh, oh God. Um, Isn't that how Cornette got a bunch of crap? Yeah, that's how he got all, a lot of NWA stuff. Yeah, Mid Atlantic stuff. <laughs> he knew the janitor, and the janitor's like, "Yo, Jim." <laughs> Maybe I'll get lucky and get a mystery phone call. <laughs> I'm not telling you that I'm throwing it out on the sidewalk on Eighth and uh, Starbucks, but you know what? It may be out there. <laughs> Don't forget to pick up your package, Brian. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's on the corner near the bus station. Wink, wink. <laughs> I got the master copies. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Brian now. So, uh, TK, what do you want for Oh, I would, dude. I would be like, uh, I don't want your money. I want a lifetime pass to any and every show I want to go to. Ringside, front row center. <laughs> I don't even have to have ringside. I can have a box seat. Oh, you're clowning, dog. And he'd be <laughs> front row. <laughs> I don't want front row. I like row. that. I don't need ringside. But just a box, <laughs> right? Uh, fully catered, please. Yeah, but I mean, you got you got to have the deal so that he'll fall for it. Right? You don't want to do ringside. That's a lot of money. Uh, if you ask for tickets for every event you want, any event you want to go to, that's just comps. They comp every event. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll be like, yeah, sure, here you go, kid. I know, and, and, Thanks but for the tapes. I, and backstage passes. I would do it for that. All right, now backstage passes would be cool. Yeah, backstage passes. And at least two appearances on BTE. And, no, no, no. <laughs> I think, basically, I think I could weasel my way into BTE. <laughs> you start running around, too sweet, too sweet. Yeah, no. I see Adam Cole as they're filming the segment, be like, budge! <laughs> He'd have to snap, ain't shit! <laughs> I'd be like, uh, you know, they'd be filming and I'd be the guy in the back of the picture. <laughs> staring at the camera. <laughs> it's all about the budge. <laughs> Brian's like, the guy in the back of the, the back of the thing with the shirt that nobody else can get. Everybody's like, what shirt do you wear? I would do. I'd just be in the back of a BT segment just staring at the camera. <laughs> All blank looks. Hi. <laughs> he could be AEW version of the Green Teacher guy. Hey, I can pull Ralph's on. Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. You have to put on your T-shirt. You have to write it though. Jared Collins Pigeon. No, I wouldn't be. I'd, I'd have to be somebody else's Ralph. I couldn't. <laughs> you got to make fun of Jared. I could be MJF Ralphus. <laughs> Griff Garrison's Ralphus. <laughs> MJF, you need a Ralphus. Look me up, bro. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stan could be Doofasaurus and not Lucas. Oh. 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 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 